Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Happy Valentine's Day. The Giants get Solaire. The schedule is funky, kind of. There's schedule stuff and other stuff and more after that. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trev's wearing a two-toned green hoodie. BBD behind the dish. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. It's Valentine's Day. And the Giants get their slugger. Jorge Soler. Also, there was an article on The Athletic about the schedule and its oddities that I really enjoyed and some other names bouncing around camps that you might not know are bouncing around camps. That's the agenda. Jake, how do you think Trev is? Trev! Hey, guys. How are you? Um, Hopefully, my voice is okay. I'm under the weather today, but I'm built different than Jake. I show up for work. Um, Things are going well. I actually forgot that it was Valentine's Day today. Um, So I retract that statement. I love every single one of you, including you, Jake. Olivia and I celebrated yesterday. I gave her flowers and the card and chocolate and all that stuff. Sounds like you didn't forget um, it all. I'm just not feeling great right now. Okay. But I do love each and every one of you. So a big heart goes out to Jake, who is wearing pink today. It's Valentine's Day. Wear some pink, guys. Be better. James, Watermelon Trev, sugar right here. You Davis. I, yeah. Recall that. Recall that. It's pink. Uh, pink. Trev, feel better, little guy. Um... I, I know you had that facial peel the other day, so you're really hurting right now. Yeah, that's tough, huh? Um, excited to yuck some ball. My short king, uh, Jason Stark, who, you know, sometimes people forget about him on the short king hierarchy, and then he drops some missiles like this, some scheduled deep dive stuff with Starkey. And so, Laird of the Giants, what a... I don't know. I, I love that. Is that's the... The day, was that the day before the Giants went to camp? And it's like, hey, we're going to invite this this Cuban guy with his own missile hanging. So I, I like that for the Giants. Um, and we'll see what else. What does it mean for J.D. Martinez? Like, that guy's still a free agent. Go look at his stats last year. Uh, and just his career, five straight All-Star games. I know all JM is more important, but J.D. Martinez. Uh, how are you doing, Jimmer? What the kids get you for V-Day? Not a, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day, so I uh, I checked in actually today at 9.30. I was like, hey, we still don't do anything for this, right? And she's like, yeah, I don't care. And I was like, okay, good, good. Because I also forgot until I looked at the date on my computer this morning, uh, which is great. Still got to check in. It's been eight years we've been together. So it's still like, you let me know when you want to start, but if you still don't give a shit about this day, I'm also with you. So that's nice. I don't know if we've ever got each other stuff once. I don't get anything. That's that's the thing about all these holidays. You know, like I don't I don't receive a gift for Valentine's Day. I, I mean, I have to beg for a card. I'll send you something. Yeah, send me some. Okay. Maybe you and I could be Valentine's Day buddies. I like that. Because yeah. I like chocolates. Mm. So like I'd eat chocolate. I know you don't. Just get you a beer or whatever. 
That's nice. See? Yeah, isn't that like a <laughs> the man flowers, the six pack, right? That's what they say. Maybe. Although I'm going two weeks with no alcohol as well. I'm just doing a real flush for my skin, Jake. You know what? Some people. What a grind, man. Two TV. weeks. TV. How are you going to do it? You got to go back to the whole time I went two weeks without having a drink. I don't know. Have you, when's the last time you went two weeks? Jim, last time you had a drink? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't drink. I'm sober. Jim's the I'm best. not sober. I just don't drink. Um, But I might have had a drink at one point. We got a beer the other day. I think I took a sip of a beer and I was like, I don't care. I don't care. This was for you guys at the table for you to be, feel comfortable. I don't really want this. So then I didn't drink it. Okay. Good luck on your two weeks. We'll pray. How many days in are you? <laughs> and you're sick and you're peeling? Damn. It's tough. Yeah, body my body's it. reacting. Yeah. Body needs it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that. Then it'll I come back. I think it's been three days since the Super Bowl. Damn. Wow. Hey, they I say the first three the days are the toughest, you know? Once you don't identify. Like you and I got off on the wrong foot today. You really did. I'm in a good mood. I don't know why you're coming at me like this. You, you said, I don't show up for work. Oh, that did. You know what? I apologize because I know that does ruffle you your You started the whole thing. Like that, you you know? started yeah. the whole thing. Okay. You reacted poorly to it. Anyway, <laughs> what's in his basement? No. Okay. I want to know. Hey, first topic. The uh, San Francisco Giants, uh, they got themselves a slugger. Jorge Soler declined his $9 million player option with the Marlins. He said, I can get more than that. And he did. He signed a three-year deal worth $42 million. Includes a $9 million signing bonus. I do think this is a pretty good, like, in a vacuum, value pickup for the Giants. They got a slugger uh, to put in their lineup. I think if you uh, go bigger picture Giants, I think that's where uh, it might be harder to be like, like, I don't think this just changes them a ton, which we were talking about before the show. But I do think in a vacuum, this is a nice quality deal for both sides. So that's my initial thoughts. Jake, what was your initial thoughts? I liked it. I I know we've got the San Francisco Giant uh, Homer fun fact that's been going around our office and baseball today. Now live with Chris Rose and Trevor Plouffe. Go check that out on the Jam Baseball channel. Um, I like it. One one of my running jokes uh, with BBD and Wake and Jake has been like, the Giants have six six-hole hitters. That like If that guy was in your six-hole, you'd be like, ooh, I like Tyro there. I like Lee there. I like Jake. Solaire's not that guy. Uh, Solaire, uh, I mean, is has some thump. And the thing that I do think, I don't know if it's underappreciated, um, but I think being able to DH is more of a skill than we appreciate. Like, I, I respect the teams that have kind of a floating DH spot to get guys off their feet, but to be a DH is hard. Um, and so Lair career has, has really good numbers as a DH. Um, and, yeah, I, I think there's a little interesting... What are you going to get? We've seen Solaire with some up up and down seasons, and that's where the J.D. Martinez part of this I, I want to get to in a little bit just because he's kind of been the model of consistency. So I'm wondering where his price tag lands, and you've seen him a lot more in the NL West. Uh, but Solaire is younger, and obviously that matters come free agency. He's still 31, so like, you know, as, as a DH, you can still be kind of peaking a little bit. And he did last year on a Marlins team where – 
if you're a lineup support guy, he didn't have a ton of that. I don't think another Marlin had over 20 homers or something like that. So Solaire was the thumper in that lineup. He thumped last year. Worst case, worst case, he mauls lefties. Like, he's always mauled lefties, and we know the Giants are going to get uh, – they love doing their platoon and, and matching up type deal. So for that contract, they obviously are thinking of him as the everyday DH, and maybe you get the 20 games in right field. Uh, but I like that he's he's a pure threat. 36 bombs with the, the Florida Fish last year. That That's another franchise not known for their pop. So uh, you, you have to like it if you're a Giants fan. Why not? Yeah, this doesn't like uh, stop you from making any other moves. I think that's why I like it um, so much for them. You know, it's not an outrageous amount of money to pay for your DH. So you can still go out and try to get one of these guys. I, I said that before the show, like, they, they shouldn't be done. They can't be done with this. I do like the move. He is a guy that can carry your team. You know, he's a little he's a little streaky. Um he had but last year he had three months, um May, August, and September and October with uh OPS over nine. Like this guy can carry your team. You put him right in the middle of your order. Um, like you said, he matches lefty, the on base percentage is fine. Like he's not a guy that's just gonna all homers, all nothing. So it's it's a good signing for them. You know, they bring in a couple bats this offseason. I I don't know if I agree. With, I, I like your six-hole type hitter analogy, but I think with if you talk about these guys like all coming together and having a good year at the same time, which is what kind of happens when a team wins. Like you have guys just have their career years together. Like I think it's a little bit better than that. I think the lineup is actually okay. I know last year was. Not great for them offensively overall. The statistics aren't there, but I think there's some promise. Like Conforto just wasn't himself last year. If he gets going, now you bring in Solaire. Hopefully, you sign another one of these guys. Then you could dream upon that. But I still think there's so much work to do in San Francisco. I, I, I'm, I'm just every time I look at the roster, there's obviously players I like, and I understand kind of what they're trying to do. It just feels incomplete to me. There's really good players on there, but there needs to be at least some more depth at the very least. And and adding like a adding a Matt Chapman to this team and allowing you to make some trades off of that, I think would be really good. I, I just think he fits so many places. Well, I think they have around twenty five mil left till they hit the tax, which could get you a Chapman. Uh, you know, for the AAV for the yearly money. So they probably have more moves they want to make because it doesn't change their roster much. Flores now becomes like a platoon guy, gets a, finds at bats all over the place maybe. Um, I did go in to the weeds to find out uh, how many home runs will be given or taken from Jorge Soler now Ooh. in San Francisco, and I have great news. He gets home runs added. If all of his home games in the last two years were played in San Francisco – he doesn't lose a single home run. Not one ball he hit out in Miami would be contained by. Uh, is he a pool, is he a pool monster? Is that why? Yes, he gains one <laughs> home run a year. Two balls he hit in the last two years. The wall in Miami kept him in, but they would be homers in San Francisco. So you see that thirty six, thirty seven. I mean, something that they obviously very much needed, Jake, you reference the stats. Are we going to give it to the people? The Do last it, time, the San Francisco Giants. This is a Chris Rose stat. You got to give credit where credit's due. The last time the Giants had a 30-homer guy 
with Barry Bonds in 2004. That's crazy, dude. Dude, that is really crazy. That's a crazy statistic. I the heard last that right hander was office, two years before. Like, what? Yeah, the last right hander was two years before that in 2002, and it was um, Jeff Kemp. I mean, that's we're talking about a generation ago. <laughs> that's crazy to me. <laughs> so much needed pop added to the lineup in San Francisco. I've got a fun game. You like games? Mm-hmm. It's your whole life. You know James likes games. If the San Francisco Giants, who we think and have been rumored for a big free agent for years, and hey, mm. uh, Jung-Hoo Lee, like they rolled out over 100 mil for, and we should respect that a little more. Let's find out who he is. But let's say they are in on one of the, the Boar Four. Ooh. Which way would you guys go if you were GM? Would you add another, would you add Chapman or Belly, or would you add Snell or Monty? I would add Snell and Monty. I would add a yeah, I mean, I mean, I think okay. you have I'd be to be very surprised if someone didn't choose pitcher there. Because if you look at who their starters are, I mean, they're trying to get Jordan Hicks to be a starter. Like, right, they're, I, they're desperate for innings. I right guess, now. I guess, where I brought it up is you just mentioned Chapman could be a fit there, and I, I've daydreamed that too a little bit. Um, and the other thing that needs, as we look at the Giants page, they did trade for Robbie Ray this year, who's who's going to be back at some point, and Alex Cobb. Um, mm-hmm. is should be back at some point for them. So with that, you know, Kyle Harrison's a big-time prospect. You know, like you are right with the Hicks. I, I'm also a team, like, if they sign Snell and you look at Webb and Snell at the top of the rotation, like, Webb kind of one of the true inning guys with yes. Snell, who's not that, but he's one of the more dominant pitchers. And then you just say, hey, in this lineup, and I say the six-hole thing in a half-endearing way because guys are going to click. And, like, Lamont Wade's on base percentage last year. It's a little rude to him. I, I guess I'm comparing it to some of the elite, elite offenses in the games when I say that. Like, Wilmer Flores went nut job last year. What's your deal, Wilmer? Um, that Yeah, you'd bank on, if I'm the Giants, I'm making one more move. You say, hey, maybe this lineup can come together and be chippy and be fun. Um, but, yeah, if you added Snell up top, then, like, the whole tone of this Giants team changes. Is Robbie Ray coming back this year? I mean, he had, he had TJ last year in May. I thought it was. So, I thought it was a next year I'd, signing. Let me see. I think he'll get back this year, but it'll be like three starts. You can't count on him for really any innings this year. Alex Cobb had hip surgery on Halloween. That's an interesting day to have hip surgery on. Oh yeah, Wilmer Flores. How about this? I was doing research, I believe, for the Tigers TPP. He has a brother, a pitcher, named Wilmer Force. Mm. Not Wilmerette, but close. Just Wilmer. Well, Robbie Ray had Tommy John May 3rd of last year. So May will be a calendar year. 14. I think they were aiming for summer all-star break. There's always setbacks. If it's the full Tommy John, unless you got that new hybrid one. It's usually like you know, a handful of starts at the end of the season, unless you're Verlander. Um, you guys are, we're missing the biggest thing the, the Giants did, though, yesterday or two days ago, whenever it was. Uh, Otto Lopez. Yeah, purchased. Got him from the Blue Jays. People loved Otto Lopez. That's your next Wilmer Flores, Tyro Estrada, you know, Lamont Wade reclamation piece that it's not even reclamation because he's still young that you're going to be like, whoa, who's this guy? Projected to have 60 uh, grade 
speed and it hitting, Trev. 60 grade hitting? I believe so. Contact maybe, like not power. Okay. Just the hit tool. Yeah. That was a career 600 batting average in the majors. Yeah, six for huh? nine. Ted couldn't do that. Whoops. And here's the thing about And he power. plays all over. We talk about power, and oh, it's great to have these 30 home run guys, but the Giants won three World Series without a 30 home run hitter. Boom. As long as you just have a bunch of six-hole guys in there that are all producing at the right time, you're going to be okay. But this team needs some pitching. They I mean, do. 98 Yankees do anything for you? Most home runs on that team? 28. Tina Martinez. They were all juicing, and they all, all they could hit was 28 homers? That was before the juicing. That was before the juicing. The I'm juicing sorry. is like 01 through A-Rod. Giambi through A-Rod, basically. Two. I mean, Daryl Strawberry might have been. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Just around that time, there was a lot of juice in the game. None of them fit the profile. <laughs> like you said, if they were... It wasn't it wasn't the home run muscle juice. They were putting up crazy. Yeah, crazy they, they were they were a contact move the runner over team, the ninety eight Yanks. Okay. But you I, you go into the the two thousand. What other Yankee tr- questions do you have, Trev? You're always bringing us here. I think we need to move on from Jorge Soler. Mm. Uh we were actually out, we were actually talking about Otto Lopez. Yeah, we'd, we'd I had already transitioned Otto to Otto. Did you tell the people about SeatGeek? SeatGeek exists. Like the number one ticketing app in the world? Yes. Events. Code talking. I mean, get somewhere, go somewhere for Valentine's Day tonight. You could. Save the yes. day. That's Give actually smart, Trev. Day. Give me a city. Give Jimmy a city right now. Right now. Give me a city. Uh, Give me a city that you think, that you think right one of our now. listeners is listening in. Oh, Seattle. Yes. Seattle's always Huge in Those Seattle. dumb dumbs up in Seattle. Uh, no. <laughs> We, just had so many of them. Wasn't nice. There go the West Coast. West side. Nice. 70,000 um, events every day. Code talking. They'll let you know if you're getting a good deal. Download the app. What the shit? Code talking. Link in the description. Green, good, red, bad. Kind of Jake and Trevor today. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. You're pink. Mm. You do look good in that color, though. Yeah, I know. Nice color on you. You look like you should be on Modern Family. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Big cam energy. Yeah. <laughs> I like Modern Family. Oh, I liked it. Do you find what you're looking for, Jim? No, it keeps redirecting me to like, uh, Just being like where I am. You're, you're in New and York. And I'm not so. in Seattle. Right. Uh, oh, here, here. Sleepless in Seattle. That's the love story. 27 bucks uh, at Admiral Theater. So go check that play? out. Yeah, I think it's probably a play. Boom. Or the Seattle Symphony. Symphony. Dumbass. Storm Lounge. I mean, they got tons of shit on here. Ooh, the Wenatachee Wilder at the Seattle Thunderbirds tonight. Okay. Mm. Ooh. Johnny Gill at the Emerald Queen Casino? 21 plus for that one. So just be careful. What were you leaning us into, Jim? Glenn Otto exists, um, and oh, so does our, Otto. We got our Otto run. Glenn Otto, Otto Lopez. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of wild that right now we got a ton of Ottos in the league. The Angels and the Padres. Wow. There's been three major league managers named Otto. 
I would have never guessed Otto had so much run. That's nuts. In like the 20s, I feel like Otto was popping. I mean, uh, you got Otto Velez, Otto Briggs, Otto Denning, Otto Huber, Otto Nabby, Otto Miller, Otto Bluge. A lot of autos, man. Who do you think is the best? Doesn't count. Eh. Does not count. Uh, okay, so then uh, do you want to do schedule stuff now or you want to do beeps? I think the schedule, is, the schedule is good. Do you have J.D. Martinez thing, Jake? I'm just super, obviously the age is different, but dollar-wise, I think he deserves more on his season and pedigree. I mean, but he, it's probably going to be a one-year deal, but I don't know. Is that 20 mil for J.D.? Is or who's coming to the door? Like Angels I, and Mets are rumored to and be like if, bidding for him. Right I now. guess if you're the San Francisco Giants, I'm very interested to see because if it's one year of JD Martinez for like 20 mil, and JD would have been in on that for the Giants, the way these baseball teams operate, in theory, I think that's contractually you'd rather do that for one year than three years of Solaire. But I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know where the JD's going to land. But he mashed last year and every year. If they thought it was would bring them, I, I, I'm assuming they still want to get one of those guys, and they're still planning on that. So if there was the AAV came into play, so they they did not hit that first uh, competitive ba- uh, tax, competitive balance tax, maybe that's why they would. But I agree with you. Like if I'm a team looking for a DH, a guy that's going to be a, a hitter in the middle of my lineup, I'd rather have a guy for one year than give a guy three years. For the most part, unless we're talking, you know, Juan Soto or something like that. Mm. But interesting. I think maybe it is that the payroll, the they don't want to hit that first level so they don't have to go over it and have to restart. That's what I'm assuming. Because the AAV is what on the Solar Deer? 14? We're all math, guys. I think it's 14, yeah. Everyone knows it. It is. But the Angels are rumored to be in. If the Angels are rumored to be in on you, that means that you're waiting out injuries to, to be somewhere else. Uh, and then the Mets kind of came in and reported that they're interested in uh, JD as well. JD Martinez and the Baby Angels, fire me up. Him and Trout, Just chilling, taking notes, Talk, flip them at the deadline. Trout talking I, weather and how much he loves the New Jerseys. Should we talk about the New Jerseys? I mean, I haven't felt them yet. But they look like when you put them side to side to the old ones, it looks like a knockoff. It, like a cheaper knockoff. It looks yeah, like I'm interested because it just looks like you can see the press of the square and all that, which isn't great. That's what they're saying. There's no stitching anymore. It's all heat transferred on. So there's, you don't have – it doesn't look like an authentic, nice jersey. I don't know what's going on with that. Mike Trout loves it. Maybe respect the best to ever like play like, until we had a team. Don't, you, come don't you guys love this jersey? <laughs> <laughs> the tweet was. But unreal. it's not. I thought it was uh, Fanatics, but they just have Nike, the logo on it. But it's actually Fanatics taking care of it now. Isn't that what's going on? I don't know. Some people are very, very into this world and, and I'm not. So I feel I like I don't want to miss completely misspeak and piss off the, uh, the jersey. Hits. The jersey hive is not happy, though. Yeah, no, they're be, not. I saw one one person made a lot of sense. It was a they were showing a Michaelis jersey, and it was curved so much. When it's like, you don't have that many letters, it doesn't need to be curved that much. It was like too much curvature. 
Too much curvature. Yeah. Now, you know I like curves. Mm. Well. Anyways. Can I let you guys know that there was a man named, uh, he went by Woody Wagonhorst. Mm. Or Wagonhorst. Sure. Uh, his full name, though, was Elwood Otto Wagonhurst. Negative mm. uh, 0.1 war. Strong name. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There's a picture. There's the Michaelis. I don't know, bro. It looks like a, a, a jersey giveaway at the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we've got schedule stuff. Jason Stark put out an article. And I, it's like, you know, it's right up my alley. I understand why I sent it to you last night. Cook, Jim. I understand it is like stats that exist but don't matter. Like sometimes people get upset about this stuff because it doesn't matter. And like we know, but there's just some fun oddities that he found here uh, on the schedule. Since last year was the first time they went to this new balanced schedule and all the stuff that goes into it. Go read the full article. I'm just going to share with you um, the stuff I liked. There were some. One of the big takeaways was the Twins have, based on last year's record, the biggest gap of, um, they're the only team out of all 30 that do not play majority of their games against um, teams that were 500 or better last year. And that's because they had two negative 100 win or 100 loss teams in their division. Like the whole article is, boy, does the AL Central absolutely suck minus the Twins. In, in like any grand point you want to make from it. But that's not really what my favorite thing about it. It was just kind of like little nuggets of info. One was that teams get to submit now if they would rather three series road trips or two series road trips, uh, whether it gets fully granted or not. Um, but teams like they get to like submit like our preferences to play three series on the road. Or, no, we like only playing two and coming home. And I found that interesting because last year I said a bunch of times, like, wow, the Yankees don't have the three-series road trip, uh, West Coast trip. Like, they always did, like, Seattle, Angels, and then Arizona. Or Seattle, um, San Francisco, and then L.A. if they were doing interleague. And they didn't have any last year. But So I guess teams do get to decide. So if your team is doing a ton of – three-leg trips, like Boston opens up with one. So maybe they're like, let's just get it out all, all out of the way. Um, oh, that was interesting. And then the, the, the scheduling, they do think led to more attendance because it was like weekend series where stars and interleague play was happening were um, like way up compared to the last couple of years. There's a lot of factors there, but they liked that. One of the tidbits I liked was that the Mariners, hey, Mariners fans, they don't play an away game in their time zone until June. Interesting. So as a viewer, as an audience, if the Mariners are on the road, you're getting, for them, 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock start for two months. That's a lot. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, I love the, the thing I love most is obviously the attendance rising. It makes a lot of sense. If you're someone that, you know, you can only go to three or four games a year. 
you don't want to see the same guys over and over. You don't want to see the Cleveland Guardians play the Twins four times a year. Like it's nice to be able to plan out now. Like, hey, like I like this guy on that team. He's either going to be here this year or he's going to be here next year, no matter what. But or, or just the influx of new teams. You know, it's going to drum new interest. That so just makes a lot of sense. So there were some really big numbers there as far as attendance. I thought that was really cool. Um, I I like the interleague aspect of it. I always liked playing interleague games. And now they've risen uh, from 46 interleague games or two 46 interleague games from 19 to 20. Um, I like that too. I think that also drums up interest. Teams you don't get to see uh, very often are coming into your park much more regularly. So this whole thing was great. We thought it was going to be good um, when they announced that they were going to make the schedule changes. I think the first thing that we all said was going to be more fair, like you're just playing a more fair, fair, balanced schedule. You always mention the, the centrals and it hasn't changed. Like those are the two worst divisions in baseball right now, the NL and the AL Central. So it's nice that, you know, there is a more balanced schedule because you, we, you don't want to sit here and talk about, well, this team played this team so many times and that's why they're in the playoffs. You just want the best teams in the playoffs. I think this is, a way to to get that to happen. So for all the things that baseball has screwed up over the last, I don't know, five, six years, they've gotten a few right as of late, and you just got to applaud it. The schedule is awesome, and the pitch clock is awesome. I was wondering why this offseason feels so terribly dead, and um, I offended a lot of people with my tweet uh, discussing this recently. And then I remembered, like, we had the schedule change to chew on. We had a ton of rule changes to chew on, including pitch clock last year. And there was a bunch of other, like, changes that we could do, talk about, and, and think about uh, over the offseason when the signings were done. But we don't have any. Like, we did an episode on the rule changes, but it wasn't as crazy as or this. Or, like, monumental changes. Yeah, or, like, anticipating the pitch clock and getting, like, everyone else's thoughts. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a lot of fodder last year. And last year was a big off season. We got we got double treated. New CBA, first like true true off season. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I, I I still I feel like we're still an iteration away from the schedule being where I wanted it. it I I don't know. Like I, that's the problem. I don't have the answer. It it does still feel like there's. Because I, I wanted everybody to play everybody. The story I've told a lot of times on here when I was living in uh, Colorado, the, uh, the the Yankees came out to play the Rockies in 2016. Uh, me and roommate Jeff uh, from Floorball were going out to scalp tickets. The price never got to where we got to, and we got we got pretty good pretty good buzz outside the stadium. Go check out Baggage Floorball. Um, the Yankees never came back. I, I lived in <clears throat> Colorado till 2020. Yankees never came back. So, like, the whole rise of Aaron Judge, he never came to Coors Field. Like, that's that's a shame. That's a shame. So, the fact that we've checked that box now, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm interested in an, another iteration because I do feel like some of the divisional rivalries are getting hurt in this. Um, you know, I, I know Yankees Red Sox are at an all-time low. How, how are your four and five seeds in the AL East last year? Um, but you know, there's a couple times you look at the schedule and you're like, damn, like we don't, we don't see these guys at all. And I, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing if you're Dodgers Giants or, um, you know, whoever your team's rivalry team is. 
that I, I think there's another iteration of this where maybe we can sneak in a couple more division games and we can do, um, you know, whether they're two gamers or, you know, I'm not the biggest two game guy, yeah. so probably not. Or it's just, you know, three games once a year and you switch. I, I don't know. I think there's another iteration of this I'm going to like a little more, but I do think we've taken good steps for baseball. Well, you get four series now against your division opponent, two at home, two on the road. And I think that if they could, I would like them to spread them out so you get two in the first half and two in the second half mm-hmm. and and not yes. have them come. Sometimes they come in the same 10 days. So, like, six of your games against your division rival will come in the same 10-day stretch. That's one IL stint. You could be missing one dude, but that's half your battle against this team that you might be chasing uh, – in the division race, like let's do okay, like one in April, then one in June, and then one in July, then one in September, or whatever. Um, I do think uh, the planned double headers. I, I'm, le- I like, let's do more of those. So then you get a little more off day, and you can like schedule things a little easier. I feel like it would help out, but it's less ticket sales, less money. Blah, 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 blah. Auto Isn't Velez. one of those things like cost, cost of doing business? I feel like the interest in a doubleheader day, if you do it right, uh, will be great. And then you do get uh, the off day, which you know players will like. And I think when you start to get like a little bit more scarce, scarcity, scarcity, mm. scarcity. I'm sorry, I'm sick, guys. I'm fine. Yeah, you're scallywag. So when you get a little more scarcity in games, I think that drums up interest. Like we like having games every single day. Like everyone talks about. It. I don't want to be like Anthony Rendon here, but like it gets monotonous for everybody. That's why the NFL is so freaking successful, man. It's just they don't play a lot of freaking games. They don't. Um, I do think that realignment is probably on the docket and and should be on the docket. I think that's. The next thing that'll drum up a ton of interest in our sport is if we create more and more of the regional rivalries. Like that is what we need. I need to be able to take my car and drive, you know, to these cities and 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 so I can go experience more ballparks against, you know, the teams that are in our division. I think that would just be awesome. Um, I don't know when that's gonna come, if that's ever gonna come, but that's my dream to have just just a better alignment in the divisions more regionally focused um i think that would i think that would help a lot i really really do so the yankees and the blue jays are a good example they play each other in in six games in a 12-day span in uh april it's just like spread those out there's four teams play them twice i feel like you could do that if like every team is playing someone within the division you just have like division you know, first week of every first series of every month is going to be you're playing someone in your division. So then it's like, but there's weird shit. I I am not trying to act like the dude who makes the schedule's job is easy because there's so much no, that goes no. into it. And there's more than I even it's know. Tough math. Like in the article, they talk about how Philly and the Met, Philly and the Mets are going to London this year. So yeah. they gave them divisional series before and after the London trip, so there wouldn't be a lot of travel. Um, leading up to and when you get back from it, which leads to the Mets. They don't host a division rival for a long time. Like seven teams come through before someone in the NL East comes through Hmm. City Field. So, yeah, there's just weird obstacles. But, yeah, I think people would like it if it was more structured. If like, oh, it's doubleheader Sunday or uh, first Sunday of every month, doubleheader or first 
first week, uh, first weekend series of every month is going to be a division rival. Like you just, I don't know. It feels like it would be easier to be a fan and understand like the rhythm. You think every team has, and I guess I know the answer. It's no, but every team, do they have a rival? Like, do you have a team that, talking. you know, drums up interest when you play them? No. I don't think every team does. I don't think so. It's not the same one. It's not mutual was, necessarily. Not mutual, yeah, I guess. Because I, I, my other thought on the schedule was I love the last series of the year being against your rival because you're fighting to get into a playoff spot and it's against those motherfuckers. Well, yeah, for a while, the Yankees and the Red Sox would always, they would, they would always almost like open and close the season, it felt like, or mm-hmm. very close. And I like, actually really like that. That's awesome. Yeah. But, I, but again, like, okay, so Red Sox, Yankees, like who is the Blue Jays rival? Is it, you'd have to make it the Orioles? Yeah, things yeah. like, Someone's gotta go I think teams, a lot of teams have right now rivals because they're both good and they're competing. Yeah. But not every team has like a long-standing like a blood feud. Yeah. Hatfield McCoys. It's not going to be that way. I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. No. I I guess if, if you're if you're the schedule makers, and again, it like it we do need to preface it. I know Jim just did, but like it's it's a near impossible task because I was I was just about to say like one of the rivalries that started last year is Texas and Houston, and it's like okay. This makes sense. We're in the same state. We're in the same division. Like, upstart team, like the kind of a dynasty team, uh, you know, Texas pride on the line. Like, okay, you wonder if the schedule makers can get ahead of that as, as much as they can for a season like like this, if they could play in the final week of the season or something like that. But again, Texas on our TPPs last year was like the 23rd team. So it, it comes and goes fast. That a, a lot of them you need the actual matchup. Like, I'm trying to think, you know, when the Cincinnati Reds were, like, that dude BP and Joey Votto, like, who were who were they Pirates. going? Yeah, like them and the Pirates, which I, I don't know. And then the Cubs and, and Cubs in St. Louis. Right. Yeah, I mean, that Brewers one's kind of nobody. always going, right? Yeah, it's, that's one of the yeah. historic ones. Put good teams out there, and they'll create rivals. Um, Are we going to feel the Dreams game again this year? I don't know. They kind of were like building it into a, a a baseball facility and not a random-ass field in a cornfield, which was the entire thing that made it unique and fun. They're like, yeah, it's only going to get bigger. We're going to build seven field facility. There's going to be games here all the time. It's going to be parking lots. Like, okay, well, now you're just building a fucking like facility. It is changing yeah. this year. Like It was cool because they had the fucking highway shot you know, in this helicopter, or the fact that it was one baseball field in the middle of the corn parking and stuff. Anyway. Liam Hendricks tipping pitches in that game. People forget that. People do forget that. People also forget that Autumn Schomburg had 4.3 war, which makes him six on the auto list. Would you say that was a factor in Mm. what you did on the baseball field? Uh, I would. I would. I also... Want everyone to know that Otto Kruger's nickname was Oom Paul. And before we get back to that, Factor Meals is what mm. you guys need to be doing. Jim keeps saying off. he's going to do it. Do it now, Jim. Peer pressure. I already do. Get I have them in the Factor fridge. Meals. Talking them. 50. Oh, well, everyone out there has been eating them. We need to get you more with code Talking 50 at FactorMeals.com. Get them ordered to your front door. 
Easy. Ease. It's what Easy. you need. Less time think. Pick them out. If you're keto, they got that. They got some calorie mm. smart one. You're going to be eating in two minutes. That's the difference with factor. Uh, this isn't one of the meal prep ones. Let's put put aside an hour, 15 minutes. No. They come in ready to go. have time for that. Nobody's got time for that. Uh, and they're flexible. You know, you get six to 18 meals per week. Adjust it to your schedule. Find a couple regulars you like. I tend to like the chicken dishes uh, with them. I think there's a, a sun basil chicken. Mm. Mm. I like the like uh, more, like the taco esque ones with the cheese and the salsa and, and the stuff. cheese head the wellness shots. How about that? Oh, no. You're not doing so well right now. Head to factormeals.com/talking50. There's a link in the description. Go check it out. Fifty percent off is nuts. What That's doing? real. Factor. So the um Paul is the pipe, uh, Hungarian uh, pipe. What are you? The the old it bends down and goes up. So this guy, Otto Kruger, he was nicknamed Um Paul. Uh, and I thought, oh, he must have been smoking out of that pipe all the time, the Um Paul pipe. But the pipe is named Um Paul after Paul Kruger, South African president. So that's just how much you can learn if you want to. It's all out there yep. at your fingertips. Yep. Terrible nickname. Um Paul. Um Paul. O-O-M. Um Paul. Um, Paul. I, don't hate, I don't hate it. Paul. I've heard worse nicknames. Go visit his grave then. Pay him some respect. Okay. Fair. Leave <laughs> a pipe. Feels Are we going to do the fun, surprising veterans? I think we just, I think we just run down the list real quick. I think run down fun. the list, and I'll do a sound effect if I think they're fun. All right, I, so we I had identified one put together. team that I thought was a fun collection of team, a fucking collection of names. I okay. wonder if you guys agree. Okay. Are you going to name it? Or do you want me to run down this list? Run By eight. the way, let's just run down the list. I already, see one, I already see one on here for the Mariners. Baseball, did you not learn anything from what just happened at the Super Bowl in Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? The most viewed television event since the moon landing? Is that what they said? Yeah. What? And guess what? It didn't beat the big, FIFA World Cup. So $125 million people. I don't know. Whatever. Phil Tucker dates a superstar. I'm just saying, put him on your roster if you want to sell some tickets. Marriage. Married, too. Okay. Marriage. Married. Sorry. Excuse me. I did miss that one. Um. All right. I don't know how many. There's too many names to name. Beavers, why don't you give us the team that you think is the best, and let's go over that team. Angels just have the most fun trio of names mm. on there. Guys, guys that you've seen around. Snow, Snow trying to make the team. He's a big bopper. In shape. Be now. In, in shape. Had now. a good winter league. Drew Pomerantz, healthy now. You've seen him get big innings. Oh. Uh, he's trying to break camp with the Angels. I like that. Jake Marisnik, you've seen him around. I it's like funny the because... Too. The AL West is like doing spring training invites well. When you're a veteran like this, I've been one of these guys. You're just looking for the spot that you think sucks and that you can make the roster. So, like, Kevin Pillar, Jesse Chavez, uh, Cork Niebel going to the White Sox. They think they stink, and they think they have a chance to make the team. That's what you do. If you notice, like, a lot of, like, the good teams are kind of like, eh, like, we'll invite a few people. Every now and like, then there's the a fun a one. Like, there. the AL East, there's nobody that they invited, dude. 
Yeah, I felt felt bad for Pilar. Uh, although we did, <clears throat> Lou Trevino is at Yankees camp, so we'll report that live here. Uh, I was Pilar. I was like, damn, because Pilar's last he played eighty one game for the Braves last year. Like going to the White Sox, you're uh, you're trying something something a little different. Drew Palm, uh, interested to see his. Remember when he just turned into a lights out reliever for a little bit? His last forty seven games, a one six two. Uh, ERA for DrewPalm.com. Um, I just Jose decided Iglesias that. I expect to see with the Mets. I, I, I missed that in December. Well, I've decided that Carlos Cookie Carrasco. Um, he made the team. Will be the Yankees' fifth starter. Mm. No, he's going to make the team on the Guardians, and there's no doubt. Um, they probably release him because they trade for. Balubin shopper, and the Yankees say, well, we'll give you a shot, a la Annie Ball Sanchez, 2018. Got Jim on a big Annie Ball Sanchez 2018 kick Yep. since we Nasty. went through the signings. Um, what was I getting? Oh, a <clears throat> couple ones that jumped out, Jesse Winker and the Nats, just corner outfield rehab in Washington. Uh, would would love if he gets the shot there. Um What's the other one? Uh, oh, I mean, this one, just like if you've been following baseball, Ken Giles is with the Braves. Uh, yep. Rehabbed, came back through a couple innings with the Mariners last year, so he'll come back and be incredible for them. That's a layup. And um, The Duffy boys out in Texas. Yep. Yep. Danny, Danny <laughs> Both and Duffs. Matt. Jared Walsh I, there I, buying some angel secrets. Danny Duffy nicknamed Chill Sergeant. The guys that are going to the Pirates are going to make the team. Jake Lamb, Ooh. Uh, corner guy, utility-ish, uh, and then Brent Honeywell. Like, oh, they're always looking boy. For He's going to make the team. The one I thought was also interesting, like if you're Josh Harrison, you choose to go to the Reds. Why? All they have is like infield guys that can play all over the place. It's like they have too many of those guys, and you're kind of one of those guys. I get like – Likes how he looks in the uniform. Yeah. yeah, they send them down, you're on the bench, and, and maybe that's what you're thinking, but there's so many utility. They're all just shortstops. Has a house where their around. spring training facility is. Yeah, maybe. He's trying out for anybody but the Reds. Oh, let's do Josh Harrison, career total earnings. Because he's been around Ooh. for a while. Whew. Let me get it up right Josh now. Harrison. I feel like he never got a big deal, right? A couple good years. I don't think a big deal. Josh Harrison. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess before I look. How many years has he been in the league? Same birthday. So he has 11, almost 12 years in the show. I'm going to say he's pushing somewhere like $24 million, $25 million. Bump it up. 34. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 30. What did you say? 34 for you. Threw a 40 out there. And you said 34? Just just the years add up. I'll go 36 and a half. Split Jake and BBD. And the final. I think you're too. I think is, you're too low, Trev. Wow. Thirty-nine point four mil. Damn, I didn't split them properly. Beebs was right. Make the team this year, and I'm right. If Jake had said, 38. oh, you know, he did sign a deal. He did sign a deal, James. At least I think he did. Uh, I think. I think he just. Thing? I think he just cranked That's arb with the Pirates. I think, I think yeah. he nailed his arb pretty good. 10. As Jake said, he just cranked Arb with the Pirates. Yeah. It's a fun <laughs> sentence. <laughs> no, because, like, it's, well, I guess you're right. And the flaw. No flaw. 
It's a great sentence. He and I have the same birthday. I've got his career earnings on lock. Yeah, mistimed his free agency by a year. Bummer. And we all. Yeah, was a good, good utility guy back in the day, fantasy baseball. I liked him. Yeah, pretty good player. All right. Uh, Otto Mitchell, Ike, uh, Oak Hill Cemetery, Evansville, Indiana. If you want to go pay some respect. He was on the WBC team? Nah, he died Res- in uh Respect more Josh Harrison. Respect, bro. Jake sucks. 40 oh. M's and WBC. I think he was probably an all-star. He had one Two-time all-star. all-star. All right, dude. Respect Josh Harrison, guys. Respect him. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.